being Puerto Rican is like in my blood. Everyone dances. And then seeing the Cuban version in Miami was a completely amazing that for me now, salsa is that freedom, is that expression, is a prayer, is a liberation. And I want to share that with people. And I want people to find their own movement beyond the steps. But how are you expressing it? How are you feeling? How are you connecting? And that all bodies are accepted, you know, that body positivity, because oftentimes these society pillars of what dance and professionals should look like, often you see the same caricature of that same perfect ideal standard of beauty when everyone is beautiful. Hola, Culture Keepers. This is Deborah Ashe. This is part two of our interview with Cabrina Josefina de Jesus of Samba, Colorado, celebrating their 10th year anniversary. Samba, Colorado is currently holding auditions to join their dance company. So if you're in that area, please reach out to them as soon as possible. They're very open to all levels and all people joining their troupe really wonderful community of people. Today we share more about California Brazil camp in the Northern California Redwoods that happens for two weeks in August. We're gonna share some of the shenanigans that we get into and also talk a little more about hormones, health, self-care, mental, spiritual, physical, emotional, and some of Cabrina's future creative projects like acting, podcasting, and what's in her future. Check out her vlog, Salsa Liberada, which will also be the name of her upcoming podcast. We're going to keep our intro from last week as well because it's so chock full of really important information that we want to share with you. As always, look for great resources in our show notes, including how to get in touch with our guest. We are still looking for a social media and web design guru, so please reach out on Instagram at u.r.a.culture.keeper. This is Deborah Ashe, your humble host. Um, there will be info about that opportunity in the show notes. Uh, we would love someone who is multilingual, and we always give priority to folks who are in BIPOC and LGBTQI plus community. All are encouraged to apply, and we always are open to referrals if you know just the magical person for us. Before we get into today's episode with our amazing guest, I just wanted to remind folks that uh, we have a special Move Your Voice workshop that I'll be teaching at the Phoenix Rising Festival in the California desert this June 16th through 19th, 2022. Many of you know that I've been teaching voice and multiple instruments from a world music perspective as a music coach for over a decade, and I'm really excited to share my workshop on Friday, June 17th, which will be free with admission to this very special solstice festival. And I just found out that the organizer... Dev just extended our promo code so you can still use Y-A-A-C-K, which is short for You Are a Culture Keeper, to get a discount on your ticket. So the Eventbrite info is in the show notes here in this podcast. 
And for any of you that are interested in learning this multicultural perspective on singing using a body-based methodology that I've developed over 20 years, please reach out to me on Instagram as well. That info is also in the show notes. Uh, Just a reminder that most voice teachers use bel canto or European Western-based training to tame our voices and I prefer to sing in a way that includes that style but also includes a lot of the other styles that are taught around the world and uh, we honor many teachers from around the globe with a fusion of singing styles from Mexico, Spain, India, West and North Africa, Brazil and the Middle East. You're welcome to DM me about information about that on IG. That info is also in the show notes. Let's welcome our beautiful, talented, hilarious, amazing guest today, Kebrina Josefina de Jesus. So I met her about seven years ago at Brazil camp, which is one of my favorite places on earth. This is two weeks of debauchery in the Northern California Redwood Forest, and there are three gourmet meals a day by trained San Francisco chefs and Brazilian musicians, percussionists, samba directors, singers, and dancers celebrating and sharing their culture. There are several workshops a day and then lots of parties by night. And it's just an amazing place. It's my happy place on earth. And Kebrina just always makes me smile whenever we interact. And I have a feeling you're going to really enjoy this conversation. There is some explicit um, vocabulary that we use in this conversation uh, periodically. And there's a little bit of uh, explicit content around female health. Uh, But we dig into real talk about hormones and self-care. And she as a dancer, really honors her many teachers, two of the main ones being Rosangela Silvestri and Georgi Alabe. Kebrina truly is a culture keeper. As a multidisciplinary artist, incredible dancer in samba, salsa, and, and many dances in the African diaspora, she is a choreographer, she's a yoga teacher, wellness coach, She has her Master's of Fine Arts in Theater and Contemporary Performance. She's also an actor. We also want to celebrate Cabrina for founding and directing Samba Colorado, a Brazilian dance school and company who are now celebrating their 10th year. Yes, folks, they made it through the pandemic and they are stronger than ever. They're devoted to bringing people together from all walks of life in an artistic, educational, positive community by sharing the deeply rooted traditions and culture of African Brazilian music and dance. Part of their vision is to create a safe space for people to learn, express themselves, and grow through dance and movement as a vehicle for healing arts. They believe that working together to bring ashe and power and spirit of the African diaspora through Brazilian dance and culture enriches everyone's lives. They offer weekly classes, workshops, and educational programming in Colorado, as well as cultural performances for both community and private events. I have attended their events personally, and they are phenomenal and please check them out all of their information will be in the show notes at www.sambacolorado.com also everything again will be in the show notes gracias por su paciencia aquí empezamos
con Kebrina Josefina de Jesús. Going back to self-care is like, okay, if my dancers are going to call me at this day and this day, I'm like, hey, I'm off. You know, they want to discuss full shows through text. It's like, it's on Slack. You know, it's on Google Calendar. It's in that email. Like, also having my own boundaries and knowing, like, I show, they see me as a director, founder, creator. When I'm like, I'm also a daughter and a child of God and I'm an empath and I'm a queer and I'm an artist and I'm a yoga teacher and I'm just fucking vulnerable or I'm fucking, I'm bleeding right now. You know, this is how class is going to go or, you know. And so I think maintaining that complete honesty and I think that's just so important, that honesty for yourself as mm -hmm. far as self-care and then your honesty of how you deal with other people, especially if you're a leader in the arts. So this mm -hmm. is to all my other leaders in the arts out mm -hmm. there. This is so, I just realized this is like, I'm showing up as this role I play in your life, but just because I play that role, some other people role, I play a hater in their, in their movie. And I'm like, I'm not, how, I, how would I be a hater to you? Like, I'm all about love and, and peace, you know? So sometimes there's just simple misunderstandings, mm -hmm. you know, or just viewing of this is how this person views me, this character I play in their movie is a hater or their movie is the beloved or their movie is an actor or their movie is a model or their movie you know so That's it's so powerful. fascinating as we deal with in this larger community and then also in your in your social circle but because i'm a multidisciplinary and i do multiple art how do i show up how can i still give myself self-care and set boundaries and okay. still honor the other person and meet them for where they're at Yes. And it's okay if they can't meet me for where they're at. I can say, take a pause. I understand that I can't, you know, you, you can only meet me here. And this is what I can do. And so either we continue doing what we do or we know that this is how we have to address ourselves. Or this is something we don't talk about. Or now I know this is a type of friend I can be with that person because they can't meet me where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I can only do this with you. Right. And you step into that role. I just have the deepest level of reckoning with what you're saying. Sabiduria, palabra, thank you. Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah. so many of us in the arts are interdisciplinary and then we have los papeles que nos da. And it's so powerful what you just said because we each get to reckon with, oh, what role am I amplifying in my life? How much of that is a facade if I'm only showing one role to the world? You know, that's another piece of it too, is to give ourselves the freedom to acknowledge the different roles that we stand in so that we can decide, is that the role I want to be today? Or can I be my essence? Can mm -hmm. I just be? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I'm also branching out as you're saying this to how so many marginalized communities are put in roles that are stereotypes and that that's so limiting as well. And just what you're saying, I'm just integrating and I'll be integrating that for a few days. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit, if you're willing to switch gears, let's talk yeah. about Brazil camp together because you're my, my dear friend from that community and I just want to be able to share that joy with people. So they're, you know, curious, what is it that we do in the forest in Northern California every August? And what was your, maybe what was your experience when you first came in? Like you oh walk God. into this magical fairyland of, 
redwood forests in Northern California. You cross that footbridge, right? Cross the bridge, and it's like, duh, 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 duh. yeah. You're crossing. Oh, oh this my god! Over it the was creek. so long ago, too. Mm-hmm. It's like my first time was 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Two. It's like seven years ago because I went six years straight, and then like COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels like you've always been there. I mean, I've been going since. You've been going before me. For oh sure. my god! I, at least 20 years, I think. It's crazy. I think my first one was somewhere around, when was the first Brazil camp? Around 1997, six? Wow. I think I my first one was around 99. 99. Yeah. You made it in the 90s. That's fucking bad. I think ass. so. I still have the t-shirt. It's like, I bought a small and they're like, that's a child size. And I was still small enough, you know, to where I could yeah. fit into that. It was like a little midriff shirt, you know? Uh-huh. I should rock it this year. I should rock it this year. Yeah, that would be funny. Um, So yeah, what is Brazil camp to you? Yeah, that's such a great question. Wow, man. Brazil camp, I feel like it's so much has happened there for me in Brazil camp, which feels like fucking crazy. So much like transformative. And like I went there, I was like so much younger now. Like I was only in my second year with Samba Colorado. I was dating someone then. Like it was just my first year was just such an experience because I was dating someone and everybody knew me as that person's girlfriend. That That's kind of how I felt, which was cool. You know, I did my work study. I worked really hard. I bust my ass in the kitchen, you know, and because I was a, used to be a server, I would like be, you know, be providing ex- extra service and be like, can I take your plate for you? And, you know, so I made some friends and I just feel like I've never done anything like that outdoors nature connect with nature dance music like it just propelled me in this just like extra deep rich love of Brazilian culture and I already had gone to Brazil you know I already was dancing samba for you know at least 10 years before you know I started dancing African Brazilian dance and allowed to teach you know and so i just feel like it was just such a transformative like every fucking year was different i remember every time i would stay in a different tent sometimes i would be with people um you know hang out with this friends hang out with that friends friends sometimes always consistent eat the most amazing food ate way too much meat now i'm vegan so won't be eating meat this year and um yeah just meet my teachers i mean my biggest highlight i feel was meeting Angela and georgie because they accepted me they wanted to teach me and from there is when i started my uh training and research with Angela in bahia studying the orisha dance and she was like there's many teachers here just come and choose just come i was like oh shit so i came and i was like all right Angela, i'm here where you want me to study and she told me what to do and it was great and from there i was able to see everything I wanted and choose how I wanted to continue. And all that happened because I went to Brazil camp. I remember Angela. it was in Sylvester class. Like this guy was supposed to pick me up and he was doing like nada, like he was scared to pick me up, whatever. And then, so he was like, just, she was like, come up to her and just grab her. And like, she picked me up and did the trick with me. And it was like, pick me up. And like, I opened my legs and like do a split. Like it was so beautiful. And I was like, wow, like, that was the first time like I felt like I could fly, you know, without having, you know, like I'm a trained dancer, but I started when I was 25, you know, like, yes, I did musical theater. I did that since 12. But as far as professional, like dance technique, I didn't start dance technique 
till like 25. So to be an older trained dancer and learn from her and get all of that at Brazil camp and meet friends and other people who fucking love, you know, Brazilian culture and just make up songs and fucking stay up late and, you know, just celebrate and connect and just know these people are like, I remember one year, like I, I was already there for like five years, you know, going for two weeks every time. And then one year mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to talk to anyone, you know, and I was like really internal that year. And I don't know if it was you, maybe it was you or someone else. They were like, oh, Cabrina, you don't really feel seen like yourself. Like you're not really like talkative. I'm like, Do, is myself a talkative? I'm all things. I can be introverted. I, I was so funny. I don't know if it was you or someone else mm. but to just set for how that once again we talk about roles when people mm. see me you know and like oh that's what they expect or experience or mm. even who I was or what I did before is not who I am now and how back again to the beginning uh, before we even click live of we have gone through so much we have changed so much we really have yeah we really have yeah and um I'm just so grateful for it and I'm and I'm actually really excited to go back to camp because for me my intention for camp this year is to just that be present be intentional you know connect more with the nature you know I'll be eating for the first time there being I just became vegan in March you know right mm -hmm. right, right about my birthday mm -hmm. because of the hormone imbalances like it actually has helped me so much with reducing inflammation it's like an anti-inflammatory mm -hmm. um I wouldn't say diet because sometimes people are like oh diet it's a fad but it's more of a, a nutrition plan mm -hmm. you know and so yeah I'm uh, I'm really excited to just my whole goal this year is serve myself unapologetically so I'd mm -hmm. be going to camp to once again do the work study you know and help them with the store and sell everybody stuff and which is so much fun connect with everyone Rosangela and Georgie are gonna be there for two weeks so I'm like Yay. all I want to do is be in their classes and take like advanced samba you yes. know to have my one samba class and uh you know just connect with the people there who are supposed to connect like i would love to sing like i remember one time so late you were on the fucking mic singing and we were just like ah having these moments of like brazil camp is also like this artistry residency if you think about it too it's not like you're mm -hmm. just learning because if you're going there as an artist not and you know yeah you're a student forever but student artists you know we can do like another podcast live during brazil camp like i have a podcast i want to start and um yes. i could film that in Brazil camp with you, you know? So I feel really excited about going. And for me, it's gonna be a time of renewal and um, retaking back of myself. And I'm coming there with a different perspective. I have grown so much. I'm about to be in 10 season, 10 year of my dance company. You know, I've been through this whole shit with the hormones, you know? I'm in downtown Denver now. You know, um, my life career is expanding, you know, with yoga and mental health and, you know, hoping to do the podcast and I'm looking into either voiceover work or acting uh, back to the first love, but mm -hmm. acting more indie, you know, and more film commercial work. So I'm really excited to just get out there and just see, do these other disciplines and see if they're going to be serving me. Like I can do it and be like, oh, actually this is not serving me anymore. And then go, that's why, that's why I feel so passionate back to our main gem today, which is health. Health is so passionate for me, like mental health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, financial health, 
your home like your body is systems like we have to treat our own body like a business and be able to so for me you know going to brazil camp is going to be part of my spiritual health as well and emotional health i'm going to connect with certain people i want to make work with you and some other close people just like for fun you know creative work i want to be with my mentors and teachers and have deep conversation with them get plugged right in be in nature eat amazing vegan food meditate do yoga you know i really gonna go in a more of a chill style which i know some years we've you know we've had the 6 a.m mornings we had a song i forgot how it goes like something 6 a.m sit in the morning up in the morning up in the morning up to six in the morning morning up to six in the morning on it shout out to that guy who made that song with me i don't remember your name but that's what we do at brazil can we have yeah. fun we be ourselves. yeah and we connect love live yes yes so for folks that don't know about california brazil camp it is two weeks in the forest in Casadero, California, Northern California. And this is a beautiful redwood grove along Austin Creek. And uh, it's the last two weeks of August and you have one or two weeks that you can be there. Amazing drummers, dancers, guitarists, Latin jazz, Brazilian jazz teachers from all over Brazil and all over Northern California. We also have teachers that come from all over the all world, over the really. Yeah. yeah. They come and, from and, York, Colorado, Cali. There's yes. some local teachers, like teachers who are teaching that live in America. So I think that's going to be cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm really excited uh, for the, I have to book my flight. I'm going to just book it. Yeah. Today or Do tomorrow. it. And the other yeah. thing is I, I, I want to talk about the food. We've actually all nicknamed Brazil camp food camp with great Brazilian music. Um, so <laughs> there are chefs, gourmet chefs from San Francisco, California that come and make three meals a day for over 300 people. And the kitchen itself is a total blast. I've been working in the kitchen since day two, because day one I went as a guest just to see the Saturday night performance, which is oh, a treat cool. in itself. The teacher performance is incredible. You have all these amazing people from all over the world that are master teachers that are, you know, sharing their beauty and holy cow if that's not one of the the most class acts that you'll ever see in your life you know um i also want to just circle back to not only jose angela silvestri but you mentioned georgie georgie alabe can you just take a moment can we take a moment to honor him yeah. as well can you share a bit about your journey with him as well he's a master teacher from Brazil, he lives in Berkeley, California. He's a master of the Orishas. In fact, um, I believe that, I'm trying to remember the wording, but he is a registered historical figure mm -hmm. because he's such a master of knowledge about Brazilian culture. So can you share a little bit more about him as well? Absolutely. 
I was like trying to think of a song to sing from his CD, which everyone should have. Actually, both teachers have CDs that you can buy on Apple iTunes. And we should put that in the show notes as well. They're amazing. And um, yeah, I love Georgie so much because he's one of my religious teachers. And so when I study with him, I have to learn the songs. I have to learn how to play the drums and the bell patterns. And I also have to learn the primitive dances, the dances that are in the religion. And he's and he'll tell me, he'll be like, no, no, motherfucker, it's the other way. You know, I got that shit. Uh, I would love insert clip here. Um, and, you know, so he he's just so wonderful that he's able to share this beautiful religion with me and this beautiful practice that I love, that I practice. I'm not in the religion, but um, I do like to practice elements of it because I just love spirituality. And, you know, I really connect and believe, you know, these elements of the Udishas live within us. And his work is just so beautiful. And it's and it's amazing because I believe I was wearing this. So you gave this to me during Brazil camp. And this beautiful I, dress you're wearing. This it's beautiful. Like- my Shango Oya. You know, I love this red Aries. That's me, fire. And um, yeah, I remember in camp that I was uh, learning the humpile, the drums that go, the call, the the breaks go with what the dancers are doing. So mm-hmm. that was amazing for me as a dancer to learn what movements I'm supposed to be doing that matches the different breaks of the drum, the different rhythms. Mm-hmm. So it was also super challenging because you have to sing and play at the same time. And I'm like in my head trying to do the dance, in my head trying to play. So mm-hmm. it was for one of those teacher performance nights where for his drum class, we all were singing and drumming. For and the Orishas. The last, yes. Uh, Kanchigas do Orishas, the songs of the Orishas. Mm-hmm. And the last song, it was Shango. Mm-hmm. And he a lot gave me permission to dance. And so I danced. I did like three steps. That was all. And it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I had this on. And it was just such a transformative mm-hmm. experience. And so, yeah, I just love this work. I believe so much in this work. So having the opportunity to be at Brazil camp, like I said, mm-hmm. some people can't go to Brazil or Africa, you know, but you can go to California. Mm-hmm. And it's affordable to go. You know, all your meals are taken care of. You can mm-hmm. bring a tent or reserve a cabin mm-hmm. and eating and dancing classes music classes and opportunity to connect with these master teachers who this is their life work this is their religion this is their cultural practice this is who they are you know um is a fucking honor you know it's such an honor and yeah i just feel really lucky and i feel really blessed that i can keep doing this work you know and i will keep doing this work yeah and so yeah i love Georgie. yeah Thank you. And the album that you're referring to is Bataketu. It's just a no. It's the other one. Oh, the other one. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about Bataketu for a moment because that album um, is a masterpiece. It features Georgie Alabe representing the Orishas of Brazil and Bobby Cespedes, who is representing the Orishas from the Cuban perspective. And this album Bataketu is a masterpiece and it's a fusion of the two cultures and how the orishas intertwine in the brazilian and cuban cultures so really really profound album and that was really the segue into my introduction into this music into Mm. into brazil camp and this brazilian uh music which is a huge diaspora of its own yeah. So what was the album that you were referring to? Georgie's album? 
I have that album too. It's amazing. But this is the one, Georgie album. Ah, uh, sí. Canchigas Can y Hichmos dos, uh, dos Orishas. Uh -huh. orishas. I have that one too. Yes. Yes, the songs and rhythms of the Orishas. This one's super important for anyone who really is called into this work. You know, his work is not for everybody. I'm just gonna, full disclosure. Yeah. You gotta really be called into the work yes. to do this work. And um, yeah, I love that CD. I love, I use it in my classes, perform with it. And I'm excited because I'm working on a residency to actually bring Angela and Georgie to Denver, Colorado. So more details soon, we'll let you know. But um, yeah, so. So on that note, are there other things coming up that you would like to share with people. I know that you were, were talking about, you've been brewing up this podcast for yourself around salsa music. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit more about that and any other things that are coming up that uh, you would love for people to be able to be involved with. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, yeah, so the Salsa Podcast is something I wanted to do like three years ago and I, I wrote the script. I haven't done anything quite yet, but I already have a vlog so you can check on Instagram, Salsa Liberada. That's mm -hmm. the name it will be going by and that means freedom, like freedom of salsa, salsa freedom. And for me, that is about liberation of movement through salsa and not just dancing the either evolved steps or commercial or cabaret, so to speak. More is like street and community because that's the way that I was learned in New York from my family. Everybody danced in New York. And then mm -hmm. when I went to, lived in Miami, I learned Cuban salsa so from the Cubans mm -hmm. that came from Cuba to Miami. And so having all of that cultural kind of like pot growing up with it, being Puerto Rican is like in my blood. Every dances and then seeing the Cuban version in Miami was a completely amazing that for me now salsa is that freedom is that expression is a prayer is a liberation and I want to share that with people and I want people to find their own movement beyond the steps beyond this like it's a crossbody lead with the inside turn and a Suzy Q and a kickball change you know everyone can do that you know well how are you expressing it how are you feeling how are you connecting and that all bodies are accepted you know that body positivity because oftentimes these society pillars of what dance and professionals should look like often you see the same caricature of that same perfect ideal standard of beauty when everyone is beautiful you know beauty's in the eye of the beholder and so i'm really excited to um branch off into the podcast and have people on the show sharing their love of salsa and i don't want to give everything away but you can just so far check on instagram salsa liberada it's like a vlog you'll just see me dancing with a bunch of people um let me know what you think and then i feel coming up i'm i'm still in a lot of transition because i know i want to continue to expand my training and health i'm just trying to figure out what way to go but i do feel called to help coach people so i feel mm -hmm. should i, I god you know support me and the doors easily open for me in this way i'll um have the availability to do online calls and like video calls one-on-one -on -one consulting mm -hmm. in health and fitness and nutrition to help people with you know hormones and thyroid support and like whatever whatever they want to talk about because wellness is mind body spirit 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's all three. That's why I didn't want to go. I'm, I'm going to be this certification or that. Like I wanted to do something where I can help. And that's why I feel like a therapist. That just feels more good. You know, like coach is good too. I like that. But I like therapists. It's like we're learning. We're learning about disease now and reversing disease through Ayurveda and nutrition mm-hmm. and yoga. And I'm like this. I, I want to just go to India <laughs> and do it. But um, it's an online program. So I'm still reflecting. But I think. I think that's gonna happen and then just like send me prayers and wishes i'm i really mm-hmm. i'm really yielding right now like i have my book i have my shit i want to do and things i want to like you know finish my model portfolio and you know get an agent to do some commercial work like i have all these things but i want to make sure it's like these are the things i want to do it's not just things from my past of what i think i should do or influence or things i saw somebody else mm-hmm. you know I, I definitely love performing and i would love to do more residencies so if you're watching or listening and you want to bring samba and african brazilian dance to your college or festival or school or conference or class workshop however um i am definitely available for that i love being able to travel and share and doing these workshops to help empower people through brazilian dance and advanced samba and you know choreography if you have a team and you want work you know whatever i'm open for teaching and performing i actually just got back from san jose i was at the san jose dance festival i believe it was like the 25th annual it was so beautiful shout out to chloe for inviting me and um, it was my second time participating but last year was online this year was in person and i was able to share mm. african brazilian dance um odisha inspired dance workshops and performance performances and it was just so beautiful to see you have your modern jazz hip-hop west african and then it's like now we have brazilian mm-hmm. you know so the more that we can spread brazilian culture and through the african diaspora i feel like that's so important um to get it out there because it's it's still a very much of a niche you know it's mm-hmm. it's not you know ballet is ballet is ballet we all know we can never change this as passe you know but to find teachers who can teach more from that what i love my strength as i'm teaching more from this contemplative and somatic place so that's going to be different than someone else somewhere else especially with my naropa background so i feel like i have something additional to offer yeah so i'm excited i'm excited about that to travel more start this creative thing i'm still feng shuiing my house my house is a mess right now but i'm in this next version so i'm excited about that and just connect more with people like you who are making art and how can i support you and how can we get our messages out there it's all about support and being in alignment with these like-minded people and still cultivating that personal growth and human revolution for yourself now's the time Right? Now's the time to do what you really want to do. You know, stop letting yourself be in the way of yourself. And I'm speaking to I'm speaking mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some things I need that are like de- the deadlines up. You know, it's I because I had a whole mental shift. And then I also have an environmental shift. I had to throw away a bunch of things. Things that didn't mm-hmm. serve me. Resage, reach, clean my whole house. You know, feng shui is also a spiritual practice. It's not just, you know, it's not just some, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's a lot of things to consider. There's so much. And I know for myself, I have really been looking at as I'm getting older, what is the legacy that I want to leave? And I think those of us that don't have children, we have a even we have that calling. And I feel that everyone has that calling. And that for many people that, you know, the legacy that they want to leave their children is what is what folks think about when they have kids. But for those of us that are artists that don't have children, uh, it's really 
beautiful to consider what are the creative babies that we put out into the world that we foster and nurture that become our legacy you know that 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 follow us when we pass Mm -hmm. you know how do we want to be remembered as ancestors Mm -hmm. and fucking deep yeah yeah and 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 that's actually a big reason why i started this podcast is because i have devoted my life to being an ally and devoted my life to supporting culture around the world and you know as a multi-dimensional artistic person to go to cities around the world and see that gentrification is happening everywhere has been so heartbreaking and so i think this last two years each one of us as artists i've been really connecting with we've all had this similar reckoning with ourselves and the deepening with ourselves around what do we really want to make this life uh worth what stories do we want to leave you know what is our legacy and it's now is the time now is the time we've had this building of energy this germination and now is the time for us to have these seeds come to life and so any creative projects that any of us are having any ideas that we have now is the time especially if it's an idea that has stayed with us for a number of years so i looked back through my journals and i realized i have had this podcast idea for seven years and for you to share that you've had your salsa podcast idea salsa liberada no Mm-hmm. For three years that's a calling that's a message from a higher spirit yeah you know and Absolutely. i really really want to support you in any way in that and share my journey with you and podcasting any resources that i have with you yeah. and literally anyone that's listening if you have a curiosity to start your own projects please reach out you know i'm at u.r.a.com culture.keeper on Instagram and also on TikTok now and you have your Instagram and do you are you also on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, we have What's a, your handle? Samba, yeah, Samba Colorado is on Instagram and TikTok. That's our Brazilian dance school. Come check us out. And Salsa Liberada is on Instagram and just my main, my name, my full name, Kibirina Josefina de Jesus. I have my main Instagram and my TikTok, which my TikTok is more like my dear diary. It's been become kind of a vlog, but I, I am reflecting, but I'm, I have a YouTube channel that I started like 10 years ago, but this was before YouTube influencers were, were a thing. It was just like super random stuff. So I'm actually reflecting on rebranding mm-hmm. and bringing it out there so I can have more of uh, these conversations with you guys Wonderful. and offer like yoga offerings as I'm getting deeper into yoga because it's, it's just something I need to do for myself. So a, a nice hack is like, okay, I need to do it for myself. So I need to do it every day. Well, now let's do it every day and share it with others. You know, it's like, I love modeling. Not because I want to be a professional model and be in the model world. I love modeling because then it's like, oh, I'm going to take care of my face. I'm going to take care of my hair. I'm going to work out. I've hacked my own system. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. we have to have another way of, of looking at things. And also it's just, I like to model because it's for my Mm self-worth. I like modeling and doing these 
artistic things not because i'm trying to be a fashion model clearly i'm not i'm not six whatever you know um but even now more people are accepting latinas as models and i think talking about that you know i want there to be more representation for yeah. latinx community in tv and film and modeling yeah. so still don't have an agent yet girl you may but, not be six feet tall but you're a 10 okay uh, i've seen some of those modeling pictures that you posted you look yeah. amazing and you're you're yeah. sharing this really beautiful energy so that shows through and yes to representing this amazing human so yeah. anyone out there that checks out your work that has connections please please connect this amazing vibrant beautiful human to the right people to network all of her creations out into the world Amen. because you are such a multifaceted human and you have so much to share and the fact that you've been able to maintain and nurture and protect this beautiful energy that is your essence throughout all of these changes and storms in this life what a testament to your powerful spirit thank you yes i receive that it's definitely definitely difficult it's uh, like I said earlier, healing and self-care is a daily practice. Yes. I think we all have to figure out what we need daily for our body and our mental health. And it's still a journey. I mean, it's, it takes like to keep this vessel organ functioning. This we got to do some shit. So, yeah. Oh. Now I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, now I need to go to the gym and go do the steam room and go do some yoga and do breath work for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that's where we're at. Yes. Thank you so much. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias a ti. Mil gracias. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you, dear. You're welcome, mama.